Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. The president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, says that the leader of the Wagner Group that staged that brief mutiny in Russia, Yevgeny Prigozhin, is no longer in Belarus, but has returned to Russia. He's told state media in Belarus that Prigozhin is in St. Petersburg. He had previously said Prigozhin would stay in Belarus as part of a deal with the Russian president Vladimir Putin after his soldiers had started to march on Moscow. Roland Hendra is a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. This is a strange thing. Can Putin really tolerate Prigozhin being back on Russian territory? Yeah, it's rather strange. Um... Interestingly, I think one must look at what's happening around him. Um, there's a lot of bad publicity being given to him by the official media in Russia. Uh, so that indicates some form of a, let's call it a smear campaign to break down his image, um, but no concrete action at this stage. Um, I don't want to say that he's free to roam at will, but definitely moves around and there's no indication that he's being moved around by the Russian government, which is what one would expect in a way. So so there are many questions about the agreement. The details of the agreement are not known, um, but the expectation, at least outside of Russia, was that either he was going to disappear permanently or he would be very visibly kept out of um, sight and out of Russia. So, so yeah, this is rather strange. So, I mean, the key point is, is that you have a big group of armed men who take orders from someone other than the president. And when I say armed, I mean, these are people who shot down a Russian helicopter. OK, so, I mean, these are these are seriously armed people and they're paid by a Prigozhin. In the end, Putin has to shut that down. Right. Otherwise, it could all happen again or someone else will try and do the same thing. I think that's the crux of the issue. Um, these are not just armed men. They are highly armed and highly trained and they've got, they battle hardened. Um, they shot down 13 Russian airplanes in that day of the mutiny. They had no resistance from the Russian security services that were supposed to act and protect Russia, sovereignty and the regime. Um, uh, what one sees in terms of reporting is that they were actually re- quite well received by some rather senior leaders in the Russian military and security establishment. And I think this goes to the, the, the dimension that is unknown. One must remember that um, Brigozin did not create Wagner out of thin air and, and on them. He had official backing, he had definitely had support, probably had guidance from within the Russian military and definitely the Russian intelligence environment. So there are close links to the leadership of the military and security establishment and politically. And the question is, what has happened? Is this a fallout between Putin and Prigozhin or is this a fallout in the military or is there a a bigger threat against Putin in the long term because he does not inspire confidence he cannot govern by fear anymore. So, so there are many unanswered questions that may be quite important in terms of what's, what the future is going to be, not only for Wagner, but also for Putin in Russia. Maybe a last comment on this. Wagner is not that big, but they've been also blown out of proportion because they were more successful initially around Bakhmut than the Russian military services. But again, that is a relative success. Um, Putin seems to want control of the group, and and that may be actually the issue.
that that this is about control of a very small asset that can be used differently and not really about the the political fortunes of Prigozhin the person. Um, within all of this, it seems to me quite strange that Ukraine doesn't seem to have been able to take advantage of what seemed to be discords in Russia. It doesn't seem that they've made any progress at all. It will be difficult for Ukraine to benefit from the discord um, and actually probably better to stay out of it in, in a direct sense. Um, also, I think one must look at it from the context that Ukraine is now focused on the military campaign within Ukrainian territory. And, and that is a very difficult campaign. You've had probably some of the best fortifications and defensive lines being created that we've ever seen. Um, we've seen similar fortifications, but not with the modern technology and weaponry that we have these days. So it's going to be very difficult for any army to move in that. And that must be the main objective and the main focus of the Ukrainians. Um, I don't think what this implies is that all attention is back in, in Ukraine from Russia and everything is going well. My sense would be that there's a lot of tension and uncertainty in Russia. Um, Putin has been weakened, but to what extent and in what context, we don't know. And that is going to be important. I think it's too easy to just say Putin has been weakened and leave it at that. The specific context, the specific areas in which he has been weakened is going to be important. And that's more long-term than immediate and short-term um, weakness. It's not as if he's just lost his grip on power, he's going to disappear overnight. Roland Henwood, thank you. Political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Really do appreciate the time. 27 after 6.